0: Hello and welcome to the Relationship Anxiety Podcast. I'm your host, Mikel, and today we're talking about love signal mix-ups. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the podcast today. I have been thinking about how love is something that we very easily confuse. And some of the emotions or experiences we have maybe had in the past that we start learning and equating to love. Um, and so I wanna talk about that today. And before you freak out and hear these things and be like, oh my gosh, maybe this means I don't love my partner. It's not like there's room for both. There's room to have some mixed love signals, or it might even be part of the reason you are feeling confused about whether or not you love your partner is because your idea of love is something that needs a little bit of adjusting. So the first one being that sometimes we might associate love with feelings of sadness and loneliness. One thing I even noticed within myself is just kind of what came me onto this podcast idea was I had noticed some moments of feeling some just sadness or loneliness myself and immediately like that intense desire to reach out to a family member, to reach out to my partner, um, to try to find someone to talk with and interact with and I think often that's what the feeling of loneliness can do is create the desire to connect with someone. Um, I think loneliness can increase the desire to bond with other people. Um, but I noticed like this feeling of sadness and loneliness and like starting to mentally be like, Oh, I wish my partner were here right now and, and wanting to reach out to him and, I remember having this thought of like, wow, I just really love him. (laughs) And, And I paused and realized, whoa, wait a minute. I wasn't even feeling love in this moment. I was feeling a lot of sadness and loneliness. And I was wanting to use my partner as the solution to that sadness and loneliness. And I know for me, growing up, I think that was something I had very much learned was I wasn't capable of handling my own negative emotions, that they were bad and I I wasn't strong enough to deal with them and and I needed my parents or family members to take away the negative emotions. I needed their help in getting through them and being comforted in them. And now there's nothing wrong with wanting comfort from other people and you know, using our negative emotions as a way to bond with others. But I carried this belief that that was the only way, that I wasn't capable of dealing with them, that I couldn't manage my own negative emotions. And so I had this aha for me so recently of that I associated love (laughs) with basically needing someone else. To help me deal with and handle my own uncomfortable emotions. So sometimes this can be something we confuse for love. We confuse that need and intense desire to have someone else cope with our feelings, right? As love itself. So if you carry this belief about love, then you might find yourself in moments where things are going okay. Or relatively, like everything seems good in the relationship, maybe even moments of you feeling good, or maybe just feeling a bit of anxiousness. That in those moments, you might be more inclined to question the relationship because that's when you should be feeling more love and should just be enjoying it versus. When you are maybe feeling sad and that's when you are using those emotions to be something that signals to you, I need this person right now. I can't cope with this and I need them to help me deal with these feelings and confusing that needingness with love, right? Whereas in a moment where you're feeling good, there isn't that same sense of need or dependency on your partner. And so you might find yourself start questioning if you really love them just because you're not in the headspace of feeling needy for them, which is not a bad thing, my friends. (laughs) Being able to have moments where you are able to deal with your own emotions is actually a very beautiful and very healthy thing to be capable of. But again, if you have like learned the message that you're not capable of feeling emotions or you constantly were relying on other people to deal with and help you manage your emotions, then you might associate that need with love. Okay, the next kind of love signal mix up that I think often we might confuse for love is the feeling of needing someone else's approval. So we all as humans desire to be liked, to be approved of, to have other people uh, think highly of us. And we all also carry the belief that we aren't good enough, that something is wrong with us. And so I think that often the desire to get other people to like and approve of us can be fueled by this belief that we're not good enough. And so, if we can just get other people to like us, it gives us a little bit of a sense of a high and a feeling of like, oh, maybe we are, see, we are good enough, we are worth the while because this person likes us. Now, this feeling of pursuing approval, I think, can be often what we might confuse for love. So often in dating, when we are maybe just considering the possibility of being with a person or just have the fantasy of, oh, maybe you like this person, I'll start dating. Or we're just talking in the initial phases and it's like, maybe they like us. Um, is the part of the relationship that we might associate with love because we are Wondering, do they really like us? Are they interested in wanting that attention and interest from them? Versus later on in the relationship where it's more secure and we know, okay, this person does like me. So if you believed that love is that feeling of trying to pursue and trying to get someone to like you, not the feeling of having someone actually like you, But the feeling of trying to get someone to like you, then when you are in a secure, stable, committed relationship, your brain might be like, what? Uh, This is not love. (laughs) This is not how it's supposed to feel. It's supposed to be the feeling of me chasing this. So you might even find your brain getting hung up on exes or possible lovers that weren't interested in you, that were unavailable and not responsive. They didn't text you back consistently. They weren't responsive to you invalidating you as a person. They were very emotionally distant. And if you have this belief that love is something to be earned in order to prove you're good enough, then that pursuit and that chasing of that person that's emotionally unavailable might be what your brain believes love is. So when you're looking for that, that high of getting validation from a person that's not emotionally available to you, having someone who is very emotionally present and there for you and validating you and responsive and kind and loving might not feel like love. (laughs) Which is ironic because it looks a lot more like love (laughs) than the person that doesn't really give a crap about you. But if you have this belief that you need to prove you're good enough and you need to earn love, the person who doesn't give a crap about you is the person that's going to feel more like love. You're going to be more used to that feeling of trying to pursue and trying to get more love. And you're going to be very uncomfortable with the reality of having love that is easy and present and totally available to you. And if that's true for you, then you might find yourself pushing against moments where your partner's affectionate, where they say, I love you, or they give you compliments where they're very expressive of love, because again, you have this belief that love isn't just like having this kindness and love shown to you. It's me trying to get it and it being something you have to work for. So if your partner is just naturally more loving and it comes very easily, that might actually be something that you initially are wanting to push against. Because you are used to more of a push-pull dynamic where You're pursuing, you're trying to get more affection, right? And the other person is unavailable, shoving you away. So now when you have someone coming towards you totally available, you start being the one to push away. Now, the third one I think often is a mix up for love that we often experience. is kind of opposite of the first one. So where I said the first might be confusing having negative emotions and that kind of neediness for your partner to fix or solve for them as love. I think that on the flip side is we also can confuse moments of like complete euphoria and positive emotion for love. So the moments where you just feel so, so excited or you feel really alive or you feel just perfectly content... And identifying that as like, this is love. And while those moments feel really good to experience, they're far and few between. A lot of life is more mundane. Is moments where things are everyday and simple and, and we don't feel if you've listened to my episode on like the human void is a lot of times there is kind of that sense of emptiness and something missing just as part of being human. And we have moments where that is just gone and where we, and everything just feels perfect and feels complete. And so we might associate those moments in our relationship as like, Oh, this is love, this moment right here, right now where everything just feels so, so good. But those moments are so fleeting and so far and few between. But when we're defining that as love, we're expecting ourselves to have a very high level of positive emotion constantly in order to love our partner, which is just not a realistic thing to put on ourselves. So when we start having everyday other emotions that come in with being human, Right? Feeling some anxiety, feeling some sadness, feeling frustration, um, annoyance, boredom, discontentment. All those feelings, we might start spinning out and be like, oh my gosh, I don't love my partner because if I loved them, then I would just feel that elated, butterfly, excited, perfectly content or peaceful feeling all the time. When really that is just one flavor that we get to experience occasionally as humans. I think this quote from Jenkin Lloyd-Jones illustrates it so beautifully. Anyone who imagines that bliss is normal is going to waste a lot of time running around shouting that he's been robbed. The fact is that most puts don't drop. Most beef is tough. Most children grow up to be just ordinary people. Most successful marriages require a high degree of mutual toleration. Most jobs are more often dull than otherwise. Life is like an old time rail journey. Delays, sidetracks, smoke, dust, cinders, and jolts intersped only occasionally. By beautiful vistas and thrilling bursts of speed. The trick is to thank the Lord for letting you have the ride. So I love this quote, how it just normalizes the ordinariness of life. And that when we're expecting, like, yes, there's moments of bliss and there are moments of beautiful views that we get to see and excitement and speed but that there's also a lot of day-to-day mundaneness that comes in and boredom and negative emotions. And when we're expecting it to just be constant beautiful views all the time and constant bliss, and that's what we are defining as love, then naturally we're going to feel like something's missing. We're going to feel like we're not loving in our relationship Because what we have defined as love is opposite to the human experience. So when we're able to recognize we're operating out of these love signal mix-ups of thinking it needs to be that it's that feeling of neediness for our partner to solve our emotions. It's that feeling of pursuing and trying to get someone, trying to get admiration and love. It's constant emotion of elation or excitement, right? If you can recognize like these are what I've been identifying as love and what I've been operating out of, then it gives you an opportunity to step back and start redefining what love looks like in your relationship and actually enjoying it for what it is rather than from these beliefs that actually can cause us a lot of pain. So I'd be curious if you guys know some other love signal mix-ups you've experienced If this is kind of what I thought love was and what you've learned it actually is. I'd love to hear. You can DM me on Instagram at Kristen, And we'll be back next week talking more about what love is. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in today, you guys. You have a beautiful weekend. And we'll talk next week. Bye.